Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before... So we have moved beyond our second review, and now we are into another stretch. So I believe that there's 10 more lessons here, 91 through 100, and then there's another review after that. Give me a second. I think I might be able to find out. No, it's we're doing another... 20, 20 more lessons, so 20 more days worth of lessons, and then there will be another review. So about every 20 lessons, it looks like there is a review. And I had a, I had a, I was just at a meeting, I was just at a recovery gathering, a recovery meeting, and I, um, I had the, I had my little phone out on my, I had my phone sitting on my knee, and I had, <clears throat> excuse me, the course lesson for the day uh, in my ACIM Course in Miracles app that I got in the app store for like five bucks or six bucks or something like that. And I just had the lesson for the day out and the lesson for yesterday was the review lesson. And the second half of the day's lesson was let me recognize that my problems have already been solved. And it was basically like the problem is a grievance. And the solution is a miracle. The problem is a grievance and the solution is a miracle. And I just sort of, I'm blessed that I get to go to these meetings and I can just sit and be present with God. And the beautiful thing is that as I'm sitting there and being present with God or present with the Holy Spirit or whatever, there are other people all around me who are also present with God or the Holy Spirit in their own way in the recovery community. And uh, they are present to the God, the majority of them are present to or with the God of their understanding, which there's really only one God. And most people that have been around recovery for a while, not that long even, know that, right? So it's not like people are, there's a common misperception misperception in 12-step programs that you could choose your doorknob to be God. And maybe, you know, when you're in rehab and you're just coming off of a crack bender or something and you need to claw for something, that doorknob might be your higher power. But if you stick around, um, it's not going to be too long before you just settle on G-O-D, where a lot of people say higher power, a lot of people say higher power, who might you to choose to call God. But when you put yourself inside of a community that is essentially devoted to God in very, very, very significant ways, and, and to such an extent that they have taken the step of turning their will and their lives over to God, that puts you inside of a bubble, a vibrational bubble a transformational, spiritual, vibrational bubble. So I'm sitting there in my little bubble and I got my phone out and I'm just going over the lesson of the day. Let me recognize my problems have been solved and I just realized how crazy I was all day. It just hit me. And I, I went out surfing this morning. So the, the, the other lesson from the morning the, of the review was uh, let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. And you know the problem again is a grievance and the solution is a miracle. And I paddle out, first day surfing in a week, and this guy just starts talking. This guy who's out there all the time, and I genuinely like the guy. He's definitely got screws loose. But I pull into the parking lot, and he's blasting his Jesus jams, like his his Christian rock, you know, with like the with like the melodic acoustic guitar in the background. The Jesus, like straight up Jesus jams. Like he's playing it. He's playing his Jesus jams um, obnoxiously loud, so everybody can hear it. Now, I surf at a spot called Swami's in Southern California, which is a wave that sits beneath the meditation garden 
of the Self-Realization Fellowship that was founded by Yogananda in 1935, I believe is what the year he founded that. So this wave, Swamis, is it's mystical. It's just a mystical spot, and it's a mystical wave, and it's a... It's the, I personally love the crowd. It's got a bad reputation, but I think it's a great group of people. And I can't help but think that the wave itself picks up some of that spiritual energy from Yogananda and from the Self-Realization Fellowship. There's, a, there's another spot to the south of it or to the north of it called Boneyards, which sits more directly below the garden. But Swami's is close enough. And again, it's just the most beautiful wave. When you get a good wave at Swami's that's like, head as high as your head, you know, like a, a good size wave, not too big, but good size. It is about the most beautiful and perfect experience you can literally ever have as a human being. Like literally, 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 literally. There's absolutely nothing like it in the entire universe. But anyway, I got out to the spot today and this wave came. It'd been a while and I Paddle and paddle. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat aggressive in the water, but I'm not aggressive to the point where I'm taking other people's waves or not observing the international surf etiquette. There's an etiquette to surfing. So, you know, this wave comes and I'm paddling as hard as I can. I'm trying to get it. I want to get it. It's my wave. If I get it, I will have equally, I will have rightfully earned it, rightfully caught it. And this guy just, what the hell are you doing, Dave? You know, and just, just, and, and he goes straight for the jugular. He's just like, he just he just starts calling me like a whiny little I'm like I'm like what dude he's like oh now you're gonna just be a whiny little bitch he just he just goes flirt he like says the thing he just goes straight for the jugular and and I'm sitting there and just that little lesson just manages to work at you know I'm part of him I'm gonna meet him in the parking lot I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna get him I'm gonna drown you know and I'm starting thinking I'm gonna drown <laughs> This is where my ego goes, I'm going to drown him, or I'm going to drown him before he drowns me, or maybe he's going to try to drown me, so maybe I should get him for, you know, this is just the way the ego goes, and I caught myself, let me recognize the problem so it can be solved, right? The problem is a grievance, and the solution is a miracle, and I just started sending this dude love. I just started sending him and his Jesus jams love. The funny thing is that he's blasting the Jesus jams, and then you get out there in the water, and he's just mean. He's just a mean guy. <laughs> he's not really mean. He's just a very, um, he's, he's, he's lost. He's just a lost person, you know, and he would probably have one of those Christian opinions, traditional Christian opinions about the Course in Miracles, that it's the work of Satan. But I'm over here catching myself and sending you silent blessings like Jesus the real Jesus maybe would have done. And then, it, and then I just went, peace. I just held my, the peace sign. I just went, peace, dude. Peace, bro. Peace. Peace, Fred. Peace. And then, like, I got a, a wave a couple minutes later, and he comes up. He's like, nice wave, Dave. And I was like, thanks, man. And I just let it go. Just let that one go. I didn't talk about him. I didn't paddle over to the, to the guy to, over to my right and start this little thing. Fred, Fred's talking trash again. I didn't do that. I didn't. It could have gone all different ways, but I chose the miraculous path instead. So there's my application of the Course in Miracles lesson. Uh, my, my application of the Course in Miracles lesson for today while surfing below the Self-Realization Fellowship, which was founded again by Yogananda. So I think this is a bit longer of a lesson, so let's get right to it. Lesson 91, Miracles Are Seen in Light. Is it, it is important to remember that miracles and vision necessarily go together. Now, I believe when it says vision, vision is not to be confused. Uh, it's vision instead of projection or vision instead of perception. This needs repeating and frequent repeating. 
It is a central idea in your new thought system and the perception that it produces. The miracle is always there, especially with surfers you don't like. Its presence is not caused by your vision. Its absence is not the result of your failure to see. It is only your awareness, it is only your awareness of miracles that is affected. You will see them in light. You will not see them in the dark. To you, then, light is crucial. While you remain in darkness, the miracle remains unseen. So, you know, just to go back to this example, remaining in darkness would have looked like talking trash about this guy in the water, plotting to get him back, slashing his tires. Surfers do this sort of thing, too, mind you. They really do. They slash each other's tires, and, yeah, they're, they're, they can be a vicious bunch, right? I'm not exaggerating. Mostly not in San Diego, but... There are forbidden surf spots that you don't go. There's actually one hidden spot still in San Diego that darkness prevails at. So while you remain in darkness, the miracle remains unseen. Thus you are convinced it is not there. This follows from the premises from which the darkness comes. Denial of light leads to failure to perceive it. So if I... Uh, if I denied the light by cursing this person or gossiping or slandering them or whatever, I would have been um, not, I would, that would have led to failure to perceive the light of God. Failure to perceive the light is to perceive darkness. The light is useless to you then, even though it is there. You cannot use it because its presence is unknown to you. And the seeming reality of the darkness makes the idea of light meaningless. To be told that you do not, to be told that what you do not see is there sounds like insanity. It is very difficult to be convinced that it is insanity not to see what is there and to see what is not there instead. You do not doubt that the body's eyes can see. You are no doubt the Im you do not doubt the images they show you are reality. Your faith lies in the darkness, not the light. How can this be reversed? For, for you, it is impossible, but you are not alone in this. Your efforts, however little they may be, have strong support. Did you but realize how great your strength, your, did you but realize how great this strength, your doubts would vanish? Today, we will devote ourselves to the attempt to let you feel this strength. When you have felt the strength in you, which makes all miracles within your easy reach, you will not doubt. The miracles your sense of weakness hides will leap into awareness as you feel the strength in you. Three times today, set aside about 10 minutes for a quiet time in which you try to leave your weakness behind. So this is one of those, so it's, it's a larger time commitment. Set your timer, set your watch. Utilize modern technology and, um, and, and plan out the three, the three practice periods ahead of time. This is accomplished very simply as you instruct yourself that you are not a body. Oh, I'm just realizing this is a super cool, uh, super cool lesson. Faith goes to you. Faith goes to what you want, and you instruct your mind accordingly. So read that again. Faith goes to what you want, and you instruct your mind accordingly. So my faith could have gone to the, you know, the perishment of this other surfer today, but instead I instructed my mind accordingly there. I think that's what that means. 
Your will remains your teacher, and your will has all the strength to do what it desires. You can escape the body if you choose. You can experience the strength in you. Begin the longer practice periods with this statement of true cause and effect relationships. Miracles are seen in light. The body's eyes do not perceive the light. But I am not a body. What am I? That is such a cool cool lesson, right? Such a, so you're going to begin the practice period. You're going to shut your eyes. You're going to sit there. You're going to be there for 10 minutes and you begin the lesson with miracles are seen in light or you be, begin the longer practice periods with miracles are seen in light. The body's eyes do not perceive the light, but I am not a body. What am I? It's like do, 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 do. Twilight Zone music. The question to which this statement ends is needed for our exercises today. So the question to which this statement ends is needed for our exercises today. But I am not a body. What am I? But what you really are must be revealed to you. The belief you are a body calls for correction, being a mistake. The truth of what you are calls on the strength in you to bring to your awareness what the mere mistake conceals. If you are not a body, what are you? You need to be aware of what the Holy Spirit uses to replace the image of a body in your mind. You need to feel something to put your faith in as you lift it from the body. You need a real experience of something else, something more solid and more sure, more worthy of your faith and really there. If you are not a body, what are you? Ask this honestly, and then devote several minutes to allowing your mistaken thoughts about your attributes to be corrected and their opposites to take their place. Say, for example, I am not weak, but strong. I am not helpless, but all-powerful. I am not limited, but unlimited. I am not doubtful, but certain. I am not an illusion, but a reality. I cannot see in darkness, but in light." In the second phase of the exercise period, try to experience these truths about yourself. Concentrate particularly on the experience of strength. Remember that all sense of weakness is associated with the belief you are a body, a belief that is mistaken and deserves no faith. So have no faith that you are a body. Try to, move, try to remove your faith from it, if only for a moment. You will be accustomed to keeping faith with the more worthy in you as we go along. Let me read that again. You will be accustomed to keeping faith with the more worthy in you as we go along. Relax for the rest of the practice period, confident that your efforts, however meager, are fully supported by the strength of God and all his thoughts. It is from them that your strength will come. It is through their strong support that you will feel the strength in you. They are united with you in this practice period in which you share a purpose like their own, Theirs is the light in which you see miracles because their strength is yours. Their strength becomes your eyes that you may see. Five or six times an hour at reasonably regular intervals, remind yourself that miracles are seen in light. Also be sure to meet temptation with today's idea. This form would be helpful for this special purpose. Miracles are seen in light. Let me not close my eyes because of this. So not to belabor this example, but that would be, I paddle out to go, to go surfing later, and the guy curses me again. I, miracles are seen in light. Let me not close my eyes because of this. That is the temptation. Temptation is sort of, in Course in Miracles, is kind of when the ego comes in and it says, hey, would you like to create an, uh, a gigantic shitstorm out of your day? 
Because you can right now. That's the temptation of the ego. That's what the ego wants. The extreme example of temptation would be the alcoholic. Then temptation says, hey, why don't you walk into a bar? It never goes well, but why don't you go for it? Why don't you try it? You know, and the alcoholic goes, I I think I will. It'll be different this time, won't it? And it never is. Ha, ha, ha. Some pursued the notion that uh, they can drink like gentlemen to the gates of insanity and death. It happens all the time in the alcoholic world. The alcoholic's world is really just an extreme example of the ego, and there are hundreds of millions of alcoholics in the globe on the low end, maybe even a billion. It wouldn't surprise me. Probably not quite a billion, but a lot. Anyway, thanks for listening. Miracles are seen in light. So you're just going to get present, uh, begin the practice period by saying, again, this twilight zone sounding thing, twilight zone sounding prayer, miracles are seen in light. The body's eyes do not perceive the light, but I am not a body. What am I? Right? And then you kind of allow yourself to go where that question takes you. Allow the Holy Spirit to answer that question for you. It's kind of like a koan. A koan is like a, it's a, I believe it's from Zen Buddhism. It's kind of like an unanswerable question is a koan uh, that you contemplate. It's K-O-A-N. And I believe that one of them is, what is my original face? Wrap, wrap your head around that one. What is my original face? Contemplate that koan. What is my original face? That is a weird one, is it not? But I am not a body. What am I? Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.